Rajni, what's wrong? Tom, I have a script and I don't know what to do with it. Should I burn it? Feed it to my cat? You need some writer's group therapy. Hello and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. So as you guys know, we co-lead a writer's group here in Los Angeles, and we're so excited to feature another member of our writer's group, Rebecca Walsh. Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yay! So Rebecca, tell us a little bit about what you're working on. Well, my current work in progress is Crossplay. And it is a young adult novel about a transgender cosplayer um, named Addie, who basically uses the art of costuming to really figure out who she is as a person and to come to terms with her identity. It's been a lot of fun to write. Very cool. How did you come up with that concept? Well, I actually came up with the idea when I went to my first Comic-Con, which was only a couple years ago. Um, It was in Phoenix, and I was just blown away by the costumes. If you've ever been to a Comic-Con, then you know that the costumes are most of the draw, just because people go all out. It's amazing. The costumes get so elaborate. And I just really was obsessed with all of the people who were doing the gender-bending costumes. Like, I saw a woman who was Newt's commander from Fantastic Beasts, and I saw this big guy who was dressed up as Sailor Moon, and it was just so fascinating. And I had this character just jump into my head fully formed, and I knew exactly what I wanted her to go through. Her story just was there. Like, I saw her trying to dress as a female character for the first time. I saw her realization that this wasn't just a hobby, that this was something that she really identified with. You know, her coming out to her two best girlfriends. I saw her meeting this character who was going to push her out of her comfort zone. Um, and, you know, I saw her coming out to her parents. And it, it was the first time that a fully formed story just popped into my head. And I just couldn't wait to get home and write it. That is... That's awesome. I wish I would have those moments. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> Are you a cosplayer? Uh, I've, I, I have dabbled very, very minutely in cosplaying in that I wore a dress that I got from Hot Topic uh, to be Joy at the last Comic-Con that I went. It was actually WonderCon. Um, I think that's in Anaheim. So, yeah, no, I, I haven't done it a lot. I've tried to do a lot of research. I've tried to talk to a lot of people that I know who, who do cosplay. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely been a lot of research, you know, and I have friends who do Comic-Cons all the time. So whenever I write Comic-Con scenes, they always come up to me afterwards like, no, like, you got so much wrong. Let us help you. And I'm like, yes, yes, please, please help me. Um, but mostly it's just been fun because I've been getting to learn a lot more about the transgender community and um, and just, you know, what it's like to go through this sort of transition. So, Yeah, well, we're also learning about it because we're reading <laughs> chapters of your book in the writer's group, which has been really, it's been a great story, regardless of the, you know, the, the subject matter there. It's just a really cool story about the characters and their interactions. Um, the one question I was wondering, and the way you described it just now, you talk about Addie as the main character, but we we know we start the story with Adam. So right, Adam was was Addie the original character, and then you created Adam before that, or 
or was it Adam then became Addie like it does in the story? I guess I would have to say, um, since this character was, is physically male, um, I don't know, she kind of popped into my head as a transgender girl. You know, there was never a point where I thought like, oh yeah, it's just this guy and he likes to wear female clothes. It's like, no, this is the vehicle that this character rides in order to, you know, really figure out who she is and that she is not a he. So, I guess, I mean, I could say it's a little bit of both, but I think she was always a she in my head. Like, I knew what story I wanted to tell. Great. Yeah, that's cool. You said you're learning more about that community. So what challenges did you face in writing about LGBT characters and how to represent them fairly and not in a cliche manner? Well, I think that really that's, you kind of answered your question right there. You just have to avoid cliches. I think that mostly what it comes down to is representation matters so much. You know, you, these days, like everyone knows what gay means, but when you have a trans character, there's a whole language that comes with the transgender community. Like there's just these words that we don't throw around. Like if, can I quiz you guys real quick? I want to see if you know what some things mean. Okay. Oh no, a quiz. Let's try it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh, what, what does AFAB mean? If you, if someone was to say that they are an AFAB, what do you think that that means? They're absolutely fabulous. (laughs) I guess what I would think too, right? It's a good guess. (laughs) <laughs> is that what it means? That one is assigned assigned female at birth. So if this character is actually an AMAB, she, she was assigned male at birth. So um, another one, let's see. Do you know what HRT stands for? <laughs> I'm thinking like human slow. resources training. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, probably. But uh, Tom? That one is actually... Oh, go Tom, ahead. do you yeah. know? You want to take a guess? Oh, I said hit, run, throw. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not That's a sports person either, therapy. so. Yeah, hormone replacement therapy. So oh, okay. Addie has not gone through yet, but if she started taking estrogen, she'd be on on HRT. Like, basically, what I'm trying to illustrate is that there is so much. You know, it's the just the culture of trans is so deep and like varied and the words are updating all of the time and there's so much that is just not in vogue you know what i mean so it's it's important to represent them yeah well for the longest time people didn't talk about it at all so they had no language to uh, common language everybody was you know kind of by themselves and now there's a community and they have to develop a common language so that's very interesting did have you have you spoken to transgender people uh was that part of your research oh yeah i've uh i i actually um i identify as non-binary so i've actually um i i've actually joined um just trans community like facebook groups and I go to like cafes and stuff and part of it's just for my own sake, but also just like, I want to be able to hear these stories just so I can represent them well. And just being a part of a trans Facebook group and reading things that people uh, post is amazing. You know, uh, a lot of it is, do I pass? Someone will post a selfie and the question is always, do I pass? And it's such a big deal. And then another thing is like um, situations where you get misgendered, you know, everybody at work knows I'm trans and yet this guy told, called me he the other day, like it ruined my whole day, you know, it's, 
um, there's just so much of, there's such an experience that I think that anybody who's not involved with it, you know, it, it doesn't even occur to you, you know, what if someone thinks I'm a woman today, you know, then, you know, well, if you're not, you know, trans or non-binary or whatever, you know, that's not something that's going to cross your mind, but if you're trans, like, that's something that crosses your mind every second of every day, you know, so it's just delving into that and just tearing that open and just putting it on a page so someone can actually read it and understand that experience is just something that I think is really important. It's just to give people the language to talk about it. Like if there's somebody who's always known that something was wrong, but they never had the words for it, but they read a book and they're like, yes, yes, that's it. And also, you know, let's say you're coming out to your parents and it's like, I'm non-binary. Like what is non, like what's non-binary? What does that mean? And it's like, well, you know, that character on that show, you know, if you have something to point to and be like that, see, that's, that's an example, you know, and also just seeing yourself on a screen or seeing yourself on a page, like can really I don't know, it can be really comforting, you know, that you're not alone, you have a community, you're not the only person, you're not the first person who has felt this way. So it's just so important to have media, whether it's books or TV or movies or podcasts, you know, that just really aren't afraid to dive into this experience and really open it up so people can see it. Yeah, how do you feel about modern television and movies now it, we're getting to the point where where gay um characters are not the subject of the story they're just characters right, you know right. the story isn't about them being gay it's about whatever the story is about right i love that no anytime i see a character who's not gay to be played as a joke and it's it's not gay because we're you know it's a gay story we have to have the coming out you know it's it's just a part of his personality it makes me so happy because it normalizes it you know what i mean like it definitely just makes it a lot more human um it's not something that's just played for a trick it's just you know an aspect of this character's character and i think that right now doing that with gay is really easy but doing that with trans hasn't really started happening yet so yeah that's what i was figuring it's it's like that's still the story unto itself at this point because it's still so new for people to talk about openly um, but you're doing a great job with your story. I think it's it's a really accessible story for anybody because it's really just like you said, a coming of age story. It's not necessarily a trans story. It, it's a coming of age story that has to be about a trans, a young trans girl. So yeah, it's educational also, like in a non preachy way. Because I know nothing about that community, but it's it's helping me learn without being like, okay, and here's you know checkpoint one two three, and you're like, oh no, you know, I feel horrible because I, I didn't you guys know that. Points, you know, yeah. Slideshow here. Sit down. Take out your notebooks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know that it's a YA book, and it's kind of a, a hip thing right now in YA. A lot of you know gay, transgender, whatever fiction. I've been seeing. I work at a library. I've been seeing a lot of books with those themes. Obviously, it fits very well in YA, but why'd you pick YA? Why not adult? Why not kids? Um, I think that I've I've tried writing other things. You know, I've tried writing fantasy and uh, sci-fi and all of that, which, I mean, one of the great things about YA is that it is very versatile and you can branch into those things, but I've always just been so much more interested in just interpersonal relationships. Like, you know, when you have two two characters collide with each other and they affect each other and sometimes it's for better and sometimes it's for worse and like sometimes 
it doesn't work out and you end up walking away, but it doesn't matter because you learned something from that person and that person changed you whether you want them to have changed you or not, um, for better or worse. And I don't know, it's just like, for me, that's just so juicy. And it's when you're doing YA, it's all about, you know, you know, you're a young person who is, you know, faced with some sort of obstacle because all books have obstacles. And just when that obstacle is your own identity, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just so juicy, you know, it's like, who am I? You know, what do I want? Who, what am I going to do with my life? All of those questions are just thrown at you when you're a teenager. And uh, it's, you know, it, for YA, you don't need explosions. You don't need, uh, you know, aliens. You don't, I don't, whatever it is, you know, you don't need a huge twist at the end. Although books generally are better when they have a huge twist at the end. I don't know. But um, it can just be two people, you know, affecting each other and having conversations. And that's a book. And it's, I don't know, it's fascinating to me because people are fascinating. So I love it. I think it's, it's my favorite genre. It definitely is. Very cool. So if people want to check out your work online, or I don't know if you're putting excerpts of your book on, on your website or anything like that, but if people want to learn more about you and about Crossplay, where, where should they go? How should they find you? I don't necessarily have an online presence yet, but I am a part of a writing group on Wednesday nights um, that goes from six to nine at a Panera in Sherman Oaks. Uh, if you ever want to see me or uh, hear just works of local writers and even bring stuff yourself that you want to read and get feedback then that's where you'll find me <laughs> and how about for the rest of you if you have any questions uh, for Rebecca tweet it at us at WG Therapy you can also check us out online at writersgrouptherapy.com and if you like what you hear subscribe and share it with your friends we'll see you next week <laughs>